Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Love is Relentless podcast. We're your hosts, Tommy Reynolds. And Jacelyn Reynolds. We've been married for all of our 20s, so we know what it's like being told that marriage is hard, but not being given direction on how to overcome those obstacles. We're here to help you navigate those obstacles and tackle the taboo topics of being married in your 20s, in the 2020s, so that way you can have a more fulfilling marriage. We're so glad y'all joined us today, and we can't wait to dive in. Welcome back, welcome back. Hello, all of our relentless lovers. Hope you're all doing good today. Uh, thanks for rejoining this awesome podcast. So, if you're wondering, a little recap of last week. Kind of just went over, not New Year's resolutions, but stuff just to work on as a couple on the new year. And uh, just kind of like marriage challenges, like stuff that Jason and I are working on this year. And then said that we'd love to get some feedback. Uh, get some feedback from you guys on what challenges y'all want to do so if y'all want to send us those please do that'd be awesome and then also our word of the year which for us is relentless and it just kind of makes sense for us but whatever y'all want to do go for it um this week though we're going to be talking about the seven year itch oh my gosh tommy what is that i'm about to tell you (laughs) so the seven year itch why it's called that i don't know why it's got to be an itch who knows but Um, So between year seven and year eight are actually the most common, it's like the most common year for a spouse, spouses to get divorced, married couple to get divorced, however you want to say it. Um, And so we kind of just want to go over what we've kind of been through, what we've seen that can cause that, and then kind of go over a little bit of things that can help prevent or get you out of that. So. I'm going to have Jace take it away, as always, and give you all a little bit of insight, and we're going to have some fun. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Good morning, morning. afternoon, evening, evening. (laughs) whenever you're listening. Um, First, I think it might be called itch, because I feel like, you know, when you get like antsy or itchy, you just like, you're like, ah, I just need a change or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's my perspective of it. So, from our research that we found, the seven-year itch is kind of just like a point in your relationship that seems to be just like a downturn. Um, I guess it could be a downturn if you make it that way, but usually it's just caused by like lack of intimacy, lack of communication, um, miscommunication, poor finances, or honestly just boredom. Um, I think the boredom is definitely a big thing in our uh, generation because our, um, like, what's the word? Your span, time span, what's the word? I said a brain fart. Hmm? Attention span. <laughs> yeah. Clearly my attention span is obviously slow right now. Um, but yeah, our generation's attention spans are crap (laughs) so i think um the boredom thing definitely can be a big thing because people are just like oh like you know i'm kind of over it i'll just like move on to the next so and that according to research is around year seven to eight so like tommy said it is the most common time for divorce um so obviously that is not what we want in our podcast so main things that we want to talk about are just um like how to prevent that but um, i guess we can share a little bit of our story 
before we go into just like tips for y'all um like I said it was around year six that we started like I guess recognizing our issues um like these things that it's not like you get married for year seven and it's like oh like, yeah like well here we go bye um also probably should have said this at the beginning of the podcast where we thought this one was cool because obviously this year we will hit our seven year anniversary <laughs> in march so it, we felt like it was kind of fitting for our marriage but we know there's there's a lot of people listening that have not been married for that long so hopefully you can get some tips to prevent getting to that point but anyway around year six um we went through like some really hard times and we like looking back and like seeing perspective it was definitely because we just got to a point of like complacency and like our you know we've talked about it a lot but like our jobs really sucked at the time and just we had a lot of stress and took it out on each other and didn't give any sort of effort to our marriage other than just like basically surviving and it definitely took a big toll and the the lack of trying was a huge issue for both of us yeah so it definitely was not fun um with the whole seven year thing like for us i think because like we were saying earlier like when you hit seven years it's not like oh your marriage is over that's not how it works there's definitely it could be something that starts um like there could be leading leading causes that started in year two, three, four, whatever it was, and then ours just happened to be like I guess probably into five, and then early six. Um, I think they had been going on. For I mean, a yeah, lot it was longer, definitely but bigger. Well, I would say like bigger stuff that was like last straw type stuff. Um, was in like year six, and that's when we were like, okay, we're gonna figure this out before it basically ruins our marriage. Um, but yeah, I mean. If you counted every little thing that could have driven us apart in the future, yeah, probably year three to four was when mm-hmm. we had little things happen. That was little happening, little things happening, happening. <laughs> um, like once I got out of the military and just trying to, my voice just cracked. Y'all are getting all of me today. <laughs> um, getting out of the military, trying to find a job, and then just stressed with all that. So yeah, that definitely weighed super heavy on us. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, like she was saying, like, just all the things that can kind of lead up to it. Like, just keep an eye out for those things. Like, it's definitely, I'm not going to say an easily avoidable thing because it definitely does take a lot of work. And I know Jason and I were both, like, taught, whether it was growing up as an adult, whatever it is, like, year seven of marriage is supposed to be, like, the you made it year. But I feel like it's a make or break just because I was always told, like, oh, yeah, once you make it to year seven, you're good to go. But then... You have every other study in the world saying, like, oh, no, year seven is the hardest. It's the, like, number one divorce rate, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I feel like you truly decide which side of the spectrum you want to be on. And I think that's a decision that's made early on in marriage. And so figuring out what um, what kind of causes the seven-year itch and then being able to just eradicate it before it happens. Yeah, so I think that kind of leads us more into, like, how to prevent it. Um, eradicate sounds cooler. Yeah, eradicate. Sounds like it's Annihilate. like a disease. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like a disease for your marriage, I guess. Yeah, it's toxic. 
I mean, it really is. So, um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things like Tommy was saying is just trying to figure out those problems sooner, like help detect those problems. Um, so that way you can try to work on them before they get to a point where it's just like, you just want to give up and a way that you can try to help detect those problems is just honestly checking in with each other. And this has to be like a big thing for both people to do. And like both people have to like actively participate and listen and want to know how their spouse is truly doing. Cause if you're like, Oh, how are you? And it's like, fine. How are you? Fine. Okay, cool. And then like, you you have issues. <laughs> like y'all clearly need to like dig deeper, have a like deeper conversation. Um, like really get some like nitty gritty things out there. So that way y'all can figure out what's going on and then nip it in the bud before um, it gets to a point where it does get really bad. And then there's this cool podcast I heard about the other day called Love is Relentless Podcast that has a communication episode that can help you with that. <laughs> I think it might be what episode two? Episode two. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like checking in with each other, just like saying like, hey, you know, honestly, like, how are you doing? What is there? Is there I'm doing anything? Well, thank you. Is there anything that like you're going through or anything that's on your mind that you want to talk about or anything that I can do to help you or pray for you or whatever? Like, I feel like we don't do that enough, but I feel like we also do it in our own way. Like, we don't sit there and be like, let's check in. <laughs> Yeah, no, that'd be awkward. That's definitely not how we communicate. I mean, that might be perfect for some people. Like, I'll say, because we definitely do it, just not like cut and dry like that. Yeah, like a checklist. Like, how was your day? Yeah. Okay, I asked him this question. How are you doing? (laughs) Like, it's for us, obviously, a more flowing conversation. It is like a daily thing. But like, just kind of asking like, you know, when when you come home from work, how was work? Or... Like, what do you have going on for the day or whatever? Like, just kind of talking about what we have going on and, like, some things that we're thinking about or struggling with or whatever. Just that's how we check in with each other. But if you need, like, an actual checklist and that works for you guys, then do it. Because if it helps prevent you from having issues build up, then awesome. Yes. And for the next one work 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 <laughs> i wrote that <laughs> i mean um, you have to work so i was like work, you gotta work, put work, work 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 <laughs> uh, yeah so just honestly making an effort and then putting in the work on yourself and your marriage like that's something that i feel like we forgot about for a long time that a lot of people forget about is like they're so focused on oh gotta keep the marriage alive that they don't realize the marriage is going downhill because they're not satisfied with themselves or um, they're not fulfilled like personally and all these things. And so like that was something that we had to do. Like we had to kind of discover ourselves again and then we could grow together once we were the better versions of ourselves, which then made us the best version together. So hundred percent, you have to put the work in. Um, It's like, I think we said it either last week or the week before, but like, um, like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a single day in your life, but you still are technically having to put in the work. And so don't get that kind of confused or misconstrued saying like, oh, I don't have to put in the work because like you still do have to put the work in no matter what. And I promise you, it makes all the difference in the world instead of just 
coasting along, hoping everything's okay because you're uh, avoiding the conflict instead of facing it. And one thing we didn't write down that I just thought of. Um, don't, what's the word? Oh yeah, don't compromise on everything. Yeah. It's like, that's something that like, we legitimately did not fight for like the first year or two. And like, I don't think that caused any major issues or anything, but like, if you compromise on every single thing, you're never going to have one, you're not going to have trust in each other because neither of you is going to ever be adult enough to speak your actual mind and actually let your spouse know what's going on in your head, like what you're thinking about. And so we definitely disagree on a daily basis about something, whether it's me telling her that I've told her about these work meetings multiple times and her saying I haven't, something dumb like that or something bigger, whatever it may be. But we have those conversations. Like it took me years to get to that point because I'd rather like up until probably a year, two years ago, like I would rather compromise just because I hate verbal confrontation because I refuse to like hurt somebody else because of my words. Like that's that was like a big thing for me. And so instead of like speaking my mind or what was actually like going through my head or whatever, I would just sit there and be like, okay, you're right. Cool, whatever. But I could obviously tell that he was like pissed off. And so then it would make me mad. And I'm like, talk to me like if i'm wrong then like let me know and he's like nope you're fine whatever and like so snippy but then we'll continue to just not tell me so i'm like yeah but that's not helpful (laughs) we don't need to get on into all that but like just like don't compromise on stuff yeah like you're definitely gonna have to compromise on some things because that's just how life is and like that's not it's not a bad thing to compromise on things because that means you are in agreement on something but I think it's more just about finding, I mean, a compromise technically is just like finding a middle ground. Yeah. But. But make sure you're not leaving all your problems unsolved by compromising. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with compromise is like not letting one person win all the way. Yeah. Like it's definitely give and take and like if you want something and I want something, they're completely different. Like let's find a middle ground. So that we were both getting something that we want and figuring out like a good common ground where we're both happy with our decision instead of like one person happy and the other person like, well, this did not go my way at all. So just a a middle ground, I guess. But um, I think the next one is really important for us that we've realized um, like in the past few months too is honestly just finding like-minded friends or other couples that you can just walk through life with because like for us we've we've talked about here like how the whole reason we really started this thing is because it's really hard for us to find um like younger couples married in their 20s and like the people at our church that we all knew were all like double our age and have been married as long as we've been alive so just finding people that you trust and have common values with to be able to like share experiences with and keep you lifted and then you can lift them up and just go through life together. Yeah, but hey, we've made at least four friends since doing this. So Yeah. <laughs> I know it's been really good. And like we've been able to talk to a lot of people that like we're not like super close with, but it is cool just being able to like like it's really hard for me to put myself out there just because I feel like I've always kind of struggled with making friends. 
and having Tommy by my side to have people with makes it a lot easier for me. So, um, yeah, just finding people that you enjoy being around and can like have fun with, but can also have kind of like deeper conversations with and just be able to like have people there to kind of keep you accountable, I guess. Yeah. And then, uh, one of the last things would be embracing the change and that could be so many different things. Like I know we've talked about in a podcast, like expect your, uh, expect your spouse. (laughs) I can not talk today. It's too late. You can't talk and I can't think. Yeah, this is rough. (laughs) Good combo. Um, Y'all get the best of us. Yeah. So expect your spouse to change. Like that's something we talked about in the past because like it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Whether that's a good change, bad change, irrelevant. It's going to happen. And so obviously we hope it's nothing but good changes, but be able to embrace that change in your own personal life, in your spouse's personal life, in y'all's marriage, family. Like there's so many different things that are going to change. Like you have to be open to them. And then if it is a negative thing, being able to navigate that together, being able to um, overcome the change that's when you have one of those compromises that is truly just y'all coming in agreeance on something like just embrace it. Yeah. I think that kind of like, I think a good thing to go off of that. We did have a question on our Instagram about like growing, like since we did get married so young, we kind of grew up together, like in our twenties and how we kind of like make sure we grew together and not apart. Um, so I think for us, like, obviously we just talked, like told y'all that we had a hard time, um, like several years into our marriage and it just built up to where last year it was like, okay, this, <laughs> it, it was like a make or break point. But, um, I think like just like the daily check-ins and putting in the work and embracing the change, it's honestly like how we've grown up together like these things that we're telling you to do yeah um because there's just especially woolly well uh i'm telling you guys i just cannot talk today uh we'll just like this is real life though yeah (laughs) we're real people (laughs) i'm not a robot i clicked that button before this started um so yeah like we'll randomly sit on the couch every once in a while and like she'll have her laptop out We'll just, like, be going through old pictures. We'll throw it up on the TV screen. And, like, just looking at physically where we were eight, nine, ten years ago to where we are now. Like, not, like, body type or anything like that. But just physically, like, how we look, like, shows how much uh, just we've changed, like, looks-wise and everything. Just because, like, we were literal children. Like, yeah, literally looking back like, she on, was like, 17, babies. I was 18. Like, we were literal children. And, like... I still can't even, like, comprehend. Because, like, in my mind at that time, I was, like, I was an adult. I was 18. I just graduated high school. I'm joining the military. Like, I'm an adult. And then looking at where I'm at now, I'm, like, holy crap. I was just a <laughs> punk kid. Like, what was she thinking staying with me? But worked out because she's pretty dope. So, um, but, yeah, like, we've changed so much through that. But it's been cool, like, challenging each other literally every day on just being better versions of ourselves for each other for everyone around us and like just the career path that we've been on and like just 
all the things we've done, like, there's no way in heck that we could have done that without each other. Like, it definitely might have been smoother here or there somewhere, but, it, like, I can't even imagine doing it, like, not having her yeah. by my side with it. So it's been so much more fun and actually a, probably a lot easier than people think. Um, but, like, that's all we've known. Our whole adult life has been together, so yeah, that's literally all we know. It also kind of, like, it reminds me, it's like having a built-in accountability partner but I think with that like you both have to be willing to be like kept accountable and keep the other one accountable because like for me I'm like as a wife like I feel like it is part of my duty to like push you and make you grow and know like make you the best version of yourself because like I know what you're capable of and I, I see that and I want you to see that. And so for a long time, like I was, I felt like I was doing like kind of tough love because he didn't see his worth and I, I saw it and I wanted him to just continue to push and like find that for himself. And he finally did. But like, I think that's part of growing up together is like making sure like you both keep each other accountable and are be, be willing and open to have that accountability like kind of tested on you because it's not fun I mean when you know that you're in the wrong or know that you could do better like somebody telling you that you're wrong or could do better it's like man that kind of sucks <laughs> but it's good to have and it's good to like push each other and make each other better so yeah because I got a pretty hard head so it definitely took a while for her to get through but there is one little soft spot that <laughs> physically is like actually there. yeah he but... has an actual soft spot on his <laughs> on the top baby. of his head <laughs> um but she found the medical f- metal what are you stroking over there <laughs> metaphorical soft spot that's the word oh <laughs> Lost me there for a minute. <laughs> I was like, he was—he just stopped like in a daze, and his eyes were just like fixed. I was thinking, <laughs> like, I almost said metaverse. You, anyway, you metaphorical <laughs> soft spot. She found that one. It got through to me, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hold each other accountable. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, just to kind of wrap back into the seven-year itch, it's like. It's preventable. Yeah, it's definitely preventable. It's good to be aware of it because we didn't know that was even a thing until we were like, oh, we're in it. Yeah, we're like, this sucks. <laughs> so we wanted to kind of bring some awareness and because we know a lot of our listeners are probably not this far along in their marriage or like getting it to that, getting to that point. So, um, but if you are there, these are some great tips for you that we have done and like our proof that if you do check in with each other, put in work, find like-minded friends, and just embrace the change, like, it can work, and you can prevent wanting to just destroy your marriage. (laughs) Basically. For lack of better words. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, hopefully your year has started off great, and um, if you guys have any challenges that y'all are doing for your marriage this year or your words that you want to share with us send those on our instagram we'd love to hear them um did you have anything um if you did hear our podcast last week the challenges we did a lot of stuff last week oh yeah our little check-in we didn't pray as much as we should have but we did pray together 
And then it's kind of cool. This today at church, today's Sunday for us. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're doing a twenty-one day fast at our church. A and twenty-one so, day prayer and fast. Yeah. So we're like, but, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, for us. it was just really, it was cool that like our first thing that we wanted to do together this year is pray more together, and then now we have like a perfect we way to kind of facilitate that. Now. Yeah. So. Uh, what was the third thing? See it, do it. Oh, yeah, we've been killing it on that. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> it's been like a little game. Like, every time we see something, we're just like, see it, do it. And then we just do <laughs> it. Like, I cooked last night before she got home from work because I'm a good little slave. And <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a good little elf. Um, but, like, for the first time in, like, years, I literally did the dishes as I cooked. And then she got home. I, was, I pointed it out instantly to let her know, like, guess what? Yeah. See I it, did do the dishes it. as I cook. See it, do it. So yeah, that was fun. Um, Definitely the thing that we've done the best on so far. Yeah. Just hey. picking up and after And for ourselves. anyone that listened like two or three weeks ago, still haven't worked out. We're getting back to it. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> We're seeing We're sitting. Our... I'm literally looking at my gym equipment right now. So it's right next to me. So maybe so we'll see it, do it kind of. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we just keep this bedroom door closed. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy, every time I say see it, do it, he's like, well, I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. But that's Bought some new loop today. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, one last thing from me has absolutely nothing to do with this. If anybody knows how to make the flavor of Baja Blast without using like Powerade and stuff, like the actual flavors... Shoot me a message because I've been trying to make it at work and I cannot figure it out. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Well, we hope this podcast helped you and your marriage in some sort of way. um, So that way your love is relentless. Relentless, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Adverbs. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week. Next week, next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye, bye. She's going to cry. No, I have to burp. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear that in my throat? (laughs) Okay.